Welcome, welcome to all. This is the second episode of Divine Timing Podcast Ministry. It's a pleasure for me to be God's vessel today and to spread His word of wisdom and encouragement. Before we begin, I would like to, of course, start the episode um, with a prayer for all of listeners um, who are joining me in the second episode. Father God, I ask you to take control of my voice today and to use me as your vessel to give words of faith, encouragement, to give perseverance to those who are in afflicting season and to serve as confirmation for those who already know the answer that you have given them, but are simply looking for a confirmation from you. May you may I be used and may I be reduced and may you be elevated, Father God, so that your word um, prosper all. This word be um, may bring peace, may bring joy, may bring uh, calmness for those that are in the storm, but may it brings wisdom, may increase our faith in you, Jesus Christ, and may continue to help grow the kingdom of heaven on earth. In the name of our mighty Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I have prayed. Amen. Amen. Um, so Divine Timing Podcast, for those who are joining us for the first time, reflects on my journey of faith in our Lord Jesus. Um, and as a fairly new believer, I am called to share on various aspects of this new life in Christ to help others who, like me, are starting their journey, or for more mature Christians, or for those that are in a season of affliction, or in a season of questioning, or for those that are simply curious about who Jesus Christ is. So this title of the second episode is called The Act of Fate, Waiting. Fate will be most probably the subject of season one of the podcast as it is a crucial, crucial crucial, sorry, foundation of your life in Jesus. And there are different situations in which you're probably waiting on God for right now. Maybe you're waiting for a new job opportunity. Maybe you're in the waiting season to meet your kingdom wife or your kingdom husband, to buy your first house, to buy a new car, or it can be waiting on God because you're in a very much struggling season and you can't wait for it to be over. And waiting on God can be very frustrating, as we can all testify, I'm pretty sure. So today's episode will um, hopefully, and by God's grace, will give you a whole new perspective. And by God's grace and Jesus' mighty name, um, may you receive more patience in your waiting season. So I will invite you all to grab your Bible and to take note of the following verse, which is the foundation of today's episode. It will be on Psalm 139, verse 16. And it goes as such. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. So God knows why, and he knows what, um, he knows what for is he making you wait for. Um, he knows why, and he knows the what, he knows what you're waiting on basically. Um, and he knows that even before you knew about it. So that house that you want God to give you, God already saw that house and he was going to give you as a home for you and your family but he already knows that it's a promise that shall be fulfilled for you so that promise that God told you he was going to do he already knows he's going to accomplish it which is why he told you he's going to make it and he's going to fulfill that for you so now that we're beginning the episode I would like to take a look at the meanings of the verb waiting. So I literally just went on Merriam-Webster on the internet and I looked at the different definitions or meanings of the word to see how is it defined because I was curious. I was like, okay, but how do 
how does a dictionary defines waiting? So the first three meanings that I found on the word waiting. The first one being waiting is to sit, to stay in place in expectation of a wait. The second meaning is to remain stationary in readiness or expectation. The third meaning is to pause for another to catch up. So those three definitions have something in common already. To stay in place, to remain stationary, and pausing. This means being still. So while you wait, it is not the time to be impulsive or irrational. It's the time to be still and to let God download his blessings and grace in your life. God wants you to stay still because you're exactly where you need to be in your life. You're exactly where you need to be in your life for him to fulfill his promise to you. So it's not the time to doubt his words, but it is the time to trust that he'll meet you where you are. Remember the psalm that we read um, in the beginning of the episode? All your days were ordained before, before you by your heavenly father. So he knows the glory that's coming your way. Another common theme with those definitions is, well, are expectancy and readiness. Waiting is having faith in God while expecting that he has already fulfilled his promise to you. So expect, expect great things to happen to you because that's exactly what's going to happen. When you give space to God, when you give space to God for him to work in your life by being still and by being faithful, it's his signal to go ahead and reveal himself to you and to show you how powerful, how loving he is. You know how um, there's this thing called the five signs of language? I think that the love language of God is faith. Have faith in God. Have faith in God by being still and by holding on to your faith in the Lord, no matter what the circumstance is, no matter what the circumstance will be, you're getting yourself ready for what God has in store for you and for what God is going to do for you. So that's, that's great. You know, we have more faith. We are in the position of expectancy and we're ready to receive greatness, but we have to be careful with that. Um, so for those who have listened to the first episode, for those who have not, I invite you to remember the domino effect of faith. Sometimes in the waiting season, God will bless someone else before you to show you the glory, the glory that awaits for you. So friendly, remember, don't despair and rejoice when God blesses people around you because the prayers that you do for your friends and your family, God hears them and answers them. He just does it in his own divine timing. So even if you're still waiting for your situation to turn around, for your oppression to stop, don't give up and keep faith. Stay in position of readiness and equip yourself with the word of God. Right? The third definition that we looked at says to pause for another to catch up. And this can easily be replaced by to pause for another blessing to catch up. Sometimes God just wants you to pause. You know how life can be hectic, just all over the place. You're working all the time taking care of kids or your family members, you're studying, you're working out, you're traveling for work, you're just, or you're, you're maybe you're right now dealing with grief 
while taking care of others and you don't even have time to process things for yourself. Or maybe you're a new parent and you're just learning how to balance this new life of yours and how to take care of literally another human being. And it's just going and going and going. Sometimes God will put you in the season of waiting to pause. That was a pause right there. <laughs> um, sometimes God will make you pause for another blessing to catch up to you. He'll make you pause for another breath to catch up to you so that you have the strength to keep on going. Pausing will give you the same benefit as well. You're temporarily taking a moment of stillness to reposition yourself and to download the love of God and the strength of God into your life to continue to accomplish what he needs you to do. And sometimes pausing will even allow us to reevaluate. Is this too much? Like, am I taking on too much on my shoulders? Should I delegate something or take off some load off of my shoulder and that is when your job as a christian is to ask our lord jesus christ for help while you're waiting or while you're in this pause moment for another blessing to catch up to your life so let's take a look at um two others meaning that i found of the word of the way the word waiting <laughs> And I found them quite interesting. So number four is waiting is to look forward expectantly. Number five, waiting is to hold back expectantly. So to look forward expectantly and to hold back expectantly. So again, the theme of expectancy is there. If you expect good things to happen, it will because God never leaves you and he always fulfill his promise to you. So look forward expectantly. And when I say look forward, yeah, I do mean like look forward, I expect it. But I literally mean look forward with your eyes. Look forward. Look forward meaning that you don't let your past mistakes, you don't let your past life, you don't let your past relationships to prevent to prevent you from receiving God's glory. Look forward expectantly. Be joyful in your waiting season, even when it's hard. And trust me, I know how it is, how hard it is. And when you're in complete darkness, if for the first, some of you, you're listening to this podcast right now and you're like, I'm in total darkness. It's been like battles after battles, oppression after oppression. I'm telling you, look forward to see that ray of light shine through this darkness because you know who that ray of light is, is Jesus. And Jesus Christ, the good news about this is that he is always with you he never leaves you he's always by your side and he's already with you so expect him to remove all darkness and to replace it by his light that is so powerful so majestic so calming so you're just waiting for the moment that the darkness completely vanishes and that my dear is coming sooner than you think so hold on I'm asking you, everyone, to have a childlike, a childlike faith. You know, just like kids look forward expectantly to almost everything, like especially like to go to the amusement park, or you tell them, or oh, we're just going to the park, like in the neighborhood, and they'll go crazy. Or you have candies, and you're like, you want one? They're like, yeah. And some of them, right? Not all kids, but some of them have, like candies like that. So you see that same level of joy and that same level of joyful faith that they have while waiting. If you told them we're going to Disney World like next month and like for the next 30 days, they're just going to be at it because they expect it to arrive. They expect that trip to, to, 
expect they expect that trip to happen that's the exact childlike faith that God wants you to have with him is for you to have expectancy that he's going to fulfill his promise no matter what you still believe it like even even if there's a storm going on, whatever's going on around you, you have this childlike faith, like, you know what? My God is going to provide for me and my God will fulfill his promise. He's not going to leave me in this darkness. He's going to, it's not going to leave me hanging like this. So God is going to bring you out of your tough situation all the time because he's the provider. So that was to look forward expectantly. Now, the fifth definition was to a meaning was to hold back expectantly. So basically it says waiting is to hold back expectantly. So what are we supposed to hold back? (laughs) Like I'm holding back expectantly. What, what am I supposed to, to hold back? We're holding back the urge to control the situation that's what we're holding back we're holding back the ego inside of us that tries to intervene and tries to make us believe that we can do this by ourselves and that we don't need god after all because he's not even moving anyways we're holding back the human need to want to take control and to just do it for ourselves in trust in instead of trusting god And instead of trusting what God has in store for us, that is always a thousand percent guaranteed better and greater than we can ever imagine. Because remember again, Psalm 139, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. God knows exactly what should take place at the exact divine timing for your promise to come true so if you go because of your lack of patience because you were impulsive if you go and take charge you might mess up that very divine timing order so if you're fighting the urge to just handle it yourself say out loud literally say out loud god I trust you and say it as many times that you can. And each time I want you to believe it and to believe it more and more and more and say it from your heart. God, I trust you. God, I trust you. God, I trust you. And I know this isn't easy. Like it sounds all cute in the podcast, but I say it because I did it myself. You have to you have to exercise your faith. Faith is not just something that, um, it's something that has to be maintained. You cannot just say, yeah, I believe in Jesus and then leave it at that. If you say, I believe in Jesus and you're a Christian and you give yourself to Jesus Christ, baptize everything, Jesus is going to put you in situations where he's like, show me that you trust me. Because I want you to trust me. I want you to have the promises that you deserve. But what did I told you in the beginning of the episode? God's science language is faith. Is one of his sign language. Is of his love language. I said sign language. I apologize. God's love language is faith. So you have to exercise your faith and in those moments when you're just like, but he's taking so much time. I don't know what he's doing. Just say out loud, God, I trust you. God, I trust you. Wake up in the morning, during the day, in your car, at night. God, I trust you. In the midst of tears, God, I trust you. Declare it. Declare it. And... um. I want to tell you that is completely, completely normal to be frustrated. This journey of faith is nothing but sometimes a roller coaster. And when you're blessed, when everything's going great in your life, it's like, woohoo, right? 
until boom a storm happens and then that's where you're very much challenged and that's when your faith is being tested that's exactly what it means so don't feel bad for feeling frustrated don't feel bad but you know what's amazing about having a relationship with Jesus Christ having a relationship with our heavenly father is that you can tell Jesus when you're feeling frustrated he already knows anyways that you're frustrated he already knows what's really in your heart so if right now you're listening to this and you're you're like I'm frustrated all right I'm tired this is all good God I trust you but right now I'm frustrated Tell him, tell God, Jesus, I'm frustrated. I'm tired of this mess. I want to have a breakthrough so, and I can't wait any longer. I'm out of fuel. I'm out of energy. Please help me and sustain me during this waiting season. Tell him, and I promise you, he'll give you the energy and he'll increase your faith to continue in your waiting season. So be honest with him because that's how you give him the space to intervene and that's how you give him um, the opportunity to bless you by his grace. It's not true that you can be honest with Jesus. It's not true. We're not perfect. Being a follower and a believer and having a relationship with Jesus Christ doesn't mean that you have to be perfect at all times. It doesn't mean that you're going to agree with God's timing all the time. It doesn't mean that you will ha- you won't have down season where your faith is reduced. But this podcast exists for those reasons. This podcast is there to give you that that surplus of energy that surplus of faith so that you can be okay i can do this and you're so not alone you're not alone in this and jesus doesn't want us to hide from him he wants to help us he loves us guys he died for us and he risen again he's alive and he wants to be with you and he wants to help you remember that jesus himself had waiting seasons if you look back on his time on earth he also had waiting seasons he had to wait during the 40 days 40 nights in the desert when he had a desert desert Ooh, i have trouble pronouncing that word anyways (laughs) when he was doing his fast um in a desert (laughs) um that was a waiting season that was a waiting season for jesus and he, and he also had another waiting season where where he had to wait before he reveals himself as the Messiah. He had to wait for the disciples to be ready to be without him. So Jesus clearly knows what it feels like to be in a season of waiting. So don't be afraid to be honest with him and to tell him how you feel. All right. So, so far we've been looking at um, five different definitions, meanings of the verb waiting. The first one was to stay in place in expectation of a wait. The second one is to remain stationary in readiness or expectation. The third one is to pause for another um another blessing to catch up as I modify that meaning. The fourth one is to look forward expectingly. And the fifth one was to hold back expectedly. We'll look at the sixth one. Um, that is defined, that defines waiting as to be ready and available. Oh, to be ready and available. I'm going to I'm going to add something to that. I'll say waiting is to be ready and available for God. In your waiting season, it's the perfect opportunity to make yourself ready 
and available for God. Spend a long time with Him. Read your Bible. Worship Him. Listen to gospel music that will fill you up with His love. You know, do those things to be closer to Him. Like, this is the perfect time to just be in close, close relationship with our Father. For those that are um, not quite familiar with worshiping, like, what do you mean, worship? By that I mean to simply tell our Heavenly Father that you love Him and to tell Him how much of a powerful, amazing God He is. To worship is basically to give back the love that God gives us and and to show Him that we also love Him. It's kind of giving a big shout out to Jesus Christ or to our Heavenly Father for always being by our side and for being our Lord and Savior. That what that's what it means to worship God and to worship Jesus is really to elevate their name and to give them praise and to thank them and to really um acknowledge and have a reverence for them. So be ready and available for God and spend time with him. Tell him how you feel and ask him to reveal himself to you so that you can receive advice or that you can receive indications into how to navigate this waiting season. Be ready and available to receive your blessing. You know, position yourself to be ready and available for his promise to come. For those that are in a dark season, even if it's really dark around you right now, be ready and available by constantly being in the, in the word of God. Don't look for comfort in alcohol, food, drugs. Don't look for comfort there. You won't find it. But fill yourself up with the word. Read your Bible, listen to sermons, but really go one-on-one with God. Read your Bible, talk to God, tell Him how you feel. Like being one-on-one with God doesn't necessarily mean that there's a specific structure that you have to follow. Guys, being a Christian is to have a relationship with Jesus. I know I keep saying it, but it's a very important thing to, to say because personally, that sentence have a relationship with Jesus Christ changed my entire life Jesus Christ wants to be to have a relationship with you so being one-on-one with him yes it's read your bible worship listen to gospel music but I'm not telling you as that as like you have to do it in a specific order I'm telling that I'm telling you that if for example for you Spending time with Jesus means that you'll be in your car and you'll just randomly talk to him and tell him about your day, then do that. That's one-on-one time. And Jesus loves it when we talk to him. It doesn't necessarily have only be two times a day. You can talk to Jesus at any time of the day, whatever you want. Like that's the beauty of being a follower of Jesus Christ. That's the beauty of our Lord and Savior. He loves us so much. He's 24-7 there for you. And he knows what's inside your heart. So for those who are like, man, I don't even have the energy to like listen to anything right now. Then just talk to him. Just tell him, Jesus, I don't even have the energy to listen to songs. Okay, I'm just, I'm out of it. Or Jesus, I'm frustrated right now. I don't feel like listening to sermons or reading the Bible. I'm just wanted to let you know that I'm frustrated and I need answers. And he'll reply. Trust me, he'll reply in a way that you will understand. Remember that we have personalized relationship with Jesus. So the way he talks to me will be different than the way he talks to you because he talks to us and he shows us things and he reveals himself to us in a matter that we understand and a matter that is personalized to us. That's how much he loves us. All right? We'll look at another definition of the verb waiting 
and it goes like so. Waiting is to remain temporarily neglected or unrealized. Yup, that's a big one. <laughs> that's a big one. And maybe some of you are like, okay, so not only am I waiting, but you're saying that God is temporarily neglecting me? And I tell you to that, not exactly. <laughs> not exactly. Um, I was also like kind of, um, when I read that and God was like, yeah, I need you to dissect that and I need you to talk to the people about that. I was like, okay, neglected is such a like harsh word, but I looked up the word neglected and one of his meaning is neglected is to leave undone. So God is leaving you undone temporarily. It's not a permanent thing. That means that he's just about to complete his promise. You're about to know one to to about you're about to know your identity in Christ. But temporarily, just while you're waiting, he needs you to be that way, to be undone so that you may be in position to receive his blessings. He wants to fill you up and he wants to fill up that unrealized part of you with his spirit and his promise so that only his presence is in your life and that you may never be in lack. To be unrealized just means that for a temporary period, your promise isn't completely fulfilled yet, just temporarily. So the fact that it's temporary, that it's not a permanent waiting season, it's and season is temporary. This gives hope and faith that whatever season of waiting that you're in, it's not going to remain this way forever. So take courage and increase your faith because this is only to make you better and to make you ready for your promise to come. And as I'm speaking, it's true that seasons are temporary, winter, temporary, summer, unfortunately, temporary, spring, fall, temporary. The seasons of our lives are always temporary. Does that mean that good days are temporary too? Some of them are. Some of them are. Some relationships are temporarily good and then end. But it also brings so much faith because it's like, you know what? My darkness is temporary, so there is light at the end. You know, the only thing that is not temporary in this world is the kingdom of heaven where Jesus waits for us there and has a place for us. Everything else is temporary. But his love for you, forever, for eternity. His love for you, for eternity. Jesus Christ loves you, For will always love you, forever and ever and ever. Forever, always, no matter what you do, no matter what you say, always always so to remain temporarily neglected or unrealized is not a bad thing it's just that god is leaving you this way just to make you in position so that you may receive his spirit his spirit so that you may be filled with his peace that you may be filled with his joy and that your faith may be increased. So this is just temporary. All right. Okay. So we've looked at seven meaning of the verb waiting. And I also looked at something else. <laughs> I looked at wait as a noun. I was curious. So... I took note of two meanings of the noun wait. We'll look at the first one. Wait is 
hidden or concealed position. Wait as a noun is defined as hidden or concealed position. When you feel like um, you're in a season of waiting, of isolation, when you feel like no one is calling you, no one, not even when you feel, it's like legit, nobody's checking up on you. Nobody's calling you. Nobody is texting you. And it makes you feel like you're alone. I apologize. I um, I just removed like part of my mic, like this filter thing. I realized that it made my voice sound very, very low. I re-listened to... Um, to uh the last few minutes i'm like oh my god there's such a difference when i remove this so i apologize i know also the first episode i had no mic at all i did it like ghetto style with just like my voice and my ipad <laughs> and now i i have a mic and realize that um i still need a little bit more practice using it but hopefully now i can clearly see that there's a difference so i hope that it's not too loud and that um, you're okay with it. So let's continue to where we left off. So um, the definition of the word wait as hidden or concealed position. And what I was saying was like, sometimes we have this isolation season where nobody's checking up on us and we're just like alone, no phone calls, no notifications. It's like, okay, everybody left me everybody's doing their own thing and i'm just there like hello anyone so you think you're alone and it surely feels like it but the truth is you're temporarily hidden by god you're in a concealed position because he needs to prepare you for the glory that's about to come your way He needs you to know that, yes, you're capable of everything he has put in your heart. Whatever it is that God puts in your heart, you can do it. If it's to start a podcast, (laughs) to to a podcast to spread his words, Um, if it's to begin a charity organization, if it's to start a Christian clothing line, if it's to go back to school, to sing the gospel, Um, If it's to start a church, whatever talents, whatever gifts that God has for you, it's for a reason and it's for a purpose. Trust me when I say that the Heavenly Father has already placed people and resources around you so you can use those gifts and talent to bring glory to his name and yes you are the right person for the job you're the right person to do this so sometimes you'll feel hidden from the world because god needs you to be one-on-one with him so he can give you a pep talk which is why it's so important in that season to pray and to talk to him, to be in relationship with God so that you may receive his guidance and his love. Jesus Christ gives pep talk. Um, I'm not kidding. He really does. He gives you pep talk. He'll tell you how amazing you are. He'll tell you how much power is in you. But you need to ask for discernment to recognize that that isolation season, it doesn't mean abandonment. It means being hidden for greatness. This isolation moment is the preparation for the glory to come in your life. The second definition of the noun wait is state or attitude of watchfulness and expectancy. So far, we know that 
the waiting season means that we expect God's promise to be fulfilled, that we stay available and ready to receive our blessing or to come out of the dark season, that we hold back on the urge to control the situation, and finally, that we continue to have a relationship with Jesus Christ during that waiting season. So now the second um, definition of the noun wait says that it's a state or an attitude of watchfulness. So they add the word attitude to it. So it means that you have to have the attitude of someone who God has already blessed. Have the attitude of someone who has already won the fight against the enemy. Have the attitude of someone who has already seen God's promises come to fruit. Um, and you know why? Because we are more than conquerors. We're more than conquerors. That's why. That's why you have the authority to have that attitude. That's why it is not um, arrogant to have that attitude because God made us more than conquerors. He won the victory against the enemy when he died on the cross. We are more than conquerors as, as children of God. We are more than conquerors. There's no other choice but to be blessed by God and by his will. There's no other option but to be victorious in Jesus Christ. The enemy might make you think that you're losing this battle. But this battle is God's battle and he has already won. So have the attitude and the watchfulness and expectancy that you are already victorious. Be faithful in the act. Um, be faithful in the fact that God will reveal himself to you and show you how loving and powerful he is. God is never leaving you. Never. So the waiting season might be months it might be weeks might be years even but i want you to keep in mind that attitude of a winner even when it's hard ask for more strength to god and when you when you have that extra strength have that attitude of being more than a conqueror if you're right now in the season of darkness have the attitude that you have already come out. The battle is already won by Jesus Christ when he died on the cross, as I told you. So continue to have faith. And I know that I know that I know that is not easy. But I really want you to try your best and pray to Jesus to have more faith day by day pray to jesus that you have more faith and that you have more strength so that you can start to have the attitude and to be bold and to be like i might be in a season of waiting or of persecution but i'm more than a conqueror and i'm victorious because i'm the child of the most high so have that attitude So today's episode, we discussed basically what waiting is and how much it is related to our faith and how much faith is um, tested during our waiting seasons. So we have to remain patient while we wait. But is it really waiting though? Or are those seasons where you get to practice your faith or to truly live faithfully? Because, you know, it's, it's easy to say, I have faith. But when God puts you in the season 
of affliction, a season of waiting for his promise. That's when you get to truly live your faith and apply it to your life. You know those good Bible verses about faith that you're like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. And then there's a there's a season coming up of waiting and God's like, well, do you still like those Bible verses? <laughs> Are there still your wallpaper on your phone? Are you still posting those on your stories? Do you still believe in those words that are that is written in the Bible? Waiting season is a practice round to live faithfully. It's the moment when you get to live the most faithfully ever because you have to rely on your faith to wake up day by day to well and also Jesus but to you have to rely on your faith to do what you have to do day after day you have to rely on your faith to keep courage and to be perseverant and to what you're going through you have to live by faith as i told you faith is the very very foundation of living a christian life So is it really waiting though? To be waiting for a promise that has already been given to us? Is it really waiting to already be in a position of victory? Do we call it waiting then? If I'm already in the position where I'm going to to receive God's glory? Or is it simply to position yourself and to make space for God to take the territory that has already your name on it. While you wait, it's the time to rejoice and to give glory to our Heavenly Father. It's the time to spend one-on-one relationship with God so that when His promise is here, we stay grateful, we stay loyal, we stay uh, wise and... and um. There's a word that I'm looking for. Um, we'll go with wise. <laughs> and we stay filled with um, field, filled, filled. I've been mispronouncing that word ever since. Filled with faith so that we don't forget whose we are. And we don't forget who is the true king. Who is the true king? The highest of the most high. It's our God. It's our heavenly father. So in all of that, is it really waiting? You're in the position of victory. You're in the position to receive glory. Your name is already on those places, those meetings, those territories that God has for you. So is it really waiting? Or is it really a moment that you have a special moment that you can just be like, it's me and you, God, and you in a relationship with him and you talk to him and you empty your heart and he renews your mind. He renews your soul. He heals your body. So is it really waiting then? Or is it a period where your identity in Christ get reinforced? Your identity in Christ gets amplify multiply it gets like stronger it's a time where it's time to devote yourself to god and to sow into what you believe he's going to do for you but specifically to sow into who you believe in and you believe in jesus christ you believe in our lord and savior So this season of waiting is really a practice round or it's like an attitude or posture check for when the promise is going to be there. It's a period where you're able to assess yourself and God is able to assess yourself too and to be, is she ready for what's coming her way or is she not humble yet? Is she too prideful? Is he too prideful? Is her ego in her way? Is she doing too much and handling too many things at the same time? If I add the blessing to her life, she won't be able to receive it because she won't even be able to perceive that it's a blessing. 
You know what I mean? Sometimes we're so busy and then we'll have a good news and new promotion, but we're so much so much is on our plate we don't even see it as a new promotion we see it as a threat we see it as there's one more thing that i have to deal with so sometimes god will put you in the moment of, of waiting or as i mentioned earlier in the pause moment where you need where you need to reassess your position you need to reassess your heart you need to reassess your intentions and you need to reassess are you believing in jesus christ for the things that he can do for you or are you believing in jesus christ as an act of faith and as an act of thank you for dying for my sins and thank you for giving me the chance to talk to our heavenly father because we go through our heavenly father by jesus christ so is it really waiting then it's like it's very much so of like i said an attitude check a posture a posture check verification to really reassess yourself and god does the same he reassesses you and he's like is she ready for the glory to come or no are there places in your life that needs to be healed before you receive that husband or that wife are there past relationship keeps that keep on haunting you before you receive the glory that's about to come with your kingdom marriage are you able to deal with the finances that you have now or are you ready to handle the finances that comes along with a new house or a new car are you ready to be out of your dark season or are there still things that you need to win over not to be defeated by but are there things that you need to be to win over to be victorious on before God gets you out because he still needs you to believe deep inside that you're victorious sometimes we don't even have the confidence but God has confidence in us he's like I believe in you but I need you to believe in me and then to believe in you so he'll keep us in that in that season he'll keep us there and he'll keep us until things come out wounds are healed the reassessment is done past stuff is in the past we're looking forward and then he 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 brings up brings us out and then he shows his glory so that is why if i go back to the first episode that is why sometimes in his divine timing god will bless somebody else before you you're not ready yet but let me show you what it looks like when you'll get your house let me show you what it looks like when you find your kingdom spouse look at your friends they found love they found kingdom marriage look what it looks like this is where you're going this is what i have for you but you still have work to do you still have healing to do and i'm here all the way that's the beauty and the love of jesus christ he doesn't even leave you he's like we have work to do but i'm going to help you and i'm here for you and you'll make it through because I've already seen you make it through. Remember the Psalm of the beginning, Psalm 139 verse 16. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me, written in your book before one of them came to be. So Jesus, he already knows. <laughs> You're, you're victorious in everything that you'll do. Everything will touch, will become gold because of who you are in Christ. That's how much power we have. That's how much power you have. So in those seasons of affliction, of oppression, I just came out of one. I'm able to testify. In those seasons of affliction and darkness, God revealed things to me that I still needed to deal with. And he, he helps me to be healed with those. And he brought me out. He brought me out. What happened? Podcast. Came to life officially. There's a glory after that. There's a glory after that. But I want you to remember that you are a child of God. We, were, we are made in his image. So we're more than conquerors. We're powerful. We win over the enemy. We cannot be defeated. We can't. 
it's in our DNA. We can't. <laughs> All right. really waiting can it be then considered by to be is waiting then more like a training session like a training season a training season on what it is to be a christian meaning that it is to keep faith into the things unseen and to walk by faith and not by sight it's a training season to keep an attitude of reverence towards our God and to be grateful no matter what we're going through. It's a training season to know what it feels like to be the children of God and to walk in victory. I just talked about it. It's really keep that in your mind we walk in victory we walk by faith and not by sight meaning that we walked in victory all the time so expect greatness because we come from greatness you know we come from greatness so greatness can only come out of it we're children of God we're favored we're children of the greatest so expect greatness coming from the greatest god is the greatest he's the most high of the most high god he's our loving heavenly father so expect greatness because you're made in it made in his image therefore only great things are for you so take this waiting season this that we that I don't even longer consider it waiting as a, as a training session. It's a practice session. It's a reassessment check. It's, it's special bounding time with God, with Jesus Christ, with our Lord and Savior to get more instructions, to get more strategies into what's to come. So waiting is a divine timing to get the holy peace from Jesus Christ before we receive his glory. So in this case, are we really waiting? We've seen all those meanings, those definition of waiting, being as um, to stay in place in expectation, to remain stationary in readiness. That, that's it. That's the foundation of waiting. We see waiting as such a bad word sometimes. I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting for him to do this. But no, we should say I'm in position to receive from God right now. I'm in a season where I'm practicing my faith right now. I'm in a season where God is refining who I am in him right now. I'm in a season when it's very dark. I'm, I'm alone, but I'm not very alone because God in me, we're having like one-on-one -on -one sessions every the every hour of the day and i'm receiving so much from him right now i'm in a season where i just needed to pause to catch up catch my breath and to catch up to the next blessing that god is going to give me i'm not waiting i'm looking forward expectantly to what my god has for me i'm looking forward expectantly to the next level of relationship that i have with god it's not only about what God can do for you. It's about who are you in Christ. It's about what kind of relationship do you have with Jesus Christ. That's what it's all about. It's about faith and it's about your relationship with Jesus Christ. It's about how you love Jesus. It's about how you love yourself and how you love others. So it's not waiting. It's not waiting. It's to be ready and available. Or sometimes it's not that we're ready, we need to be redefined so we remain temporarily neglected or unrealized because God needs to work on us and he needs to reassess our attitude or reassess our intentions. Sometimes we need to hold back expectantly. We're in a season of holding back the urge to act impulsively. I'm in a season of holding back into my old habits sometimes it's not that we're waiting on god but it's that we're hidden 
We're in a concealed position. We're in a position to receive from God. We're in a very much defined, divine, um, divine, scheduled, hidden position, a divine hidden position by God so that we're protected before the blessings arrive. We're protected from the rest of the world so that we're untouched before this big glory is coming our way. God is like, hey, you have something major coming your way. You're ready, but I just need you to hide you for a second because people around you, mm -mm, I don't need them to be in your space right now. So I'm going to hide you on purpose for a purpose. Amen. Amen. We're not um, glory to God. Amen. We're not waiting on God. We're hidden or concealed position. We're not waiting on God. We're in a state or an attitude of expectancy. We're in a state of expectancy of receiving his glory, of, of, of having an advanced level of relationship with our Jesus Lord and Savior. We're in a, in a state and an attitude of I'm more than a conqueror. I'm victorious. Everything that I do turns to gold because I'm a child of the Most High. I will be able to accomplish the purpose that God has for me. I am the woman or I am um, the man to do this job that God has for me. I can do those things. So it's no longer that we're waiting on God. You guys, I have now given you about nine different new definition of waiting so when somebody tells you are you waiting on god what you gonna tell them you're gonna tell them no i'm not waiting on god i'm in an, i'm in a position of victory right now i'm in a hidden or concealed position right now i'm 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 ready and available for my god's glory amen So keep faith, guys. Like, ladies and gents, keep faith, everyone. Keep faith, not into the the things, like I said before, not into the things or the situations, but keep faith in God. Keep faith in Jesus. The importance here is to remember that we serve a God. Yes, we serve a God, but we have a relationship with a God who loves us so, so much. And he knows all the days he ordained for us. And he has plans to prop, prosper us and not to harm us. So we have to trust him. And he's not going to leave you hanging. Have trust in God. Faith is the very foundation of this Christian journey. So have faith in him. So you can have faith into what he says about you. Trust that you're wonderful. Trust that you're powerful. Trust that you're perseverant, that you're patient, that you're deserving, that you're intelligent, that you're creative. And trust into what God says that you are. From there, you'll be in position to receive his glory no matter what and no matter when. All in his divine timing. So I'm going to end the episode um, with another Bible verse. So open your Bible and note down. Uh, you can go to James 1. Well, there's only one chapter of James. Um, James uh, verse 1 to 4. All right. So I'm going to read it. It goes as such. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Amen. I think that summarizes the whole episode in one beautiful verse. Amen. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening. Um, it's been a pleasure to see God's 
once again work through me and give a powerful message to each and any one of us and even for those who are not christians doesn't mean that you oh you're forbidden to no listen to it and i hope that you enjoyed it and i hope that it also give you courage um to go through this season of where you are if you're not in a good season or if you're waiting for something to happen and invite you to um continue to seek who jesus christ is because so far you've only heard good things and that's all there is to it it's it's love it's advice it's guidance it's faith it's strength it's direction in your life and it's peace the peace of jesus christ there's nothing like it there's nothing like it um so i'm gonna finish the episode with prayer father god i pray that Every listener has been blessed by your words today. I pray, Father God, that everyone's faith is increasing and that you have given every listener additional strength in their not-so-waiting season, but a strategy into what to do and that it's a confirmation or a message of hope that they will be Um, receiving your glory very soon in your timing father god i want to thank you for being generous of your word i want to thank you for the love that you share with us i want to thank you for the peace that you bring to us and i pray that everyone listening is blessed by this episode and that it gives them hope and their faith and their journey is increased and their and their identity in you, Father God, is increased as well. And I pray that every one of you witness God's glory in his timing and that you receive his blessings in fullness and in abundance. And may our Lord Jesus Christ be with each and every one of you. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this second episode of Divine Timey Podcast Ministry. Um, Beautiful ministry so far. I am so happy for what God does. And um, we'll talk very soon. On the third episode, we'll be uh, really on the same topic of fate. We'll see uh, how God brings it um, to life and where he wants us to be taking. But I have a feeling that maybe um the book of james will be further um dissected because the book of james if you're looking for like a fast yet very filled with like amazing verses james has only five um chapters but wow wow so maybe i will maybe maybe we'll see we'll see if god agrees with with this but um i would love that because i really like that chapter (laughs) um so thank you everyone for listening i wish you a very nice day evening afternoon morning and may you be blessed and um talk to you very soon